0: We'll stay on the education team, John S., because uh, we mentioned there Minister Harris's visit to uh, the adult education or to the further education mm-hmm. and training school. Um, so you and I went over yesterday to chat to uh, Margaret Lynch mm-hmm. and uh, Damien O'Connor Uh about you know not just the minister's um, announcement but maybe we charted back over the history of that place there mm-hmm. and uh, and maybe had a look at the future as well yeah so we'll, we'll play that now yeah okay so this is our interview from yesterday you're very welcome back to saturday chronicle here on scariff bay community radio with john s kelly and myself jim collins and uh, thank our sponsors, who are James M. Nash & Co. and their Kitchen Design. Well, John, we've moved location, and uh, we're now in the College of Further Education, the Scarif Campus, and uh, we're, I suppose, in a place that uh, you well remember.
1: Uh, yes, it's a place full of memories come I mean, in. I remember one occasion, this particular room, uh, this was a science room at one stage, um, and uh, uh, I remember good stories, some of them aren't repeatable, okay. <laughs> but uh, in, in 1968, Jim, we uh, brought, came down from the old parochial hall at the bridge in scarf to join Paddy Vaughan and his team. Okay. Now, when you think about it, 1968, how many years ago was that, Jim? You were, yeah. good, at, you were good at maths. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's 55. 55. 55 years ago. So, Damien and Margaret, uh, an awful lot of water has passed under the bridge, you know, uh, in, in those intervening mm. years.
0: And, of course, this building was going from the 40s, I 41.
1: think. 41. 1941. Yeah. Um, Margaret, am I right? We're speaking to margaret margaret lynch margaret Lynch who is head head honcho mm-hmm. here in the um in the uh, center in the adult education center
0: yes and so we have damien o'connell uh joining us as well yes indeed so we're delighted to be here i suppose this is
2: um yes we're joint coordinators you oh, might.
0: okay jo- mean, of course yeah joint coordinators I'm, of the college of further education and um we're first of all delighted that uh, you have allowed us to come in and have
1: a chat. They're very excited to. Do that. They're very really excited. excited. I mean, last week mm. was something else in mm. in the evolution of things here in Scarth. Well, right. we had we had Minister Minister Harris
0: here yeah. the other day, but uh, maybe we'll come back to that in a little while. Yeah. Um, i I must say, uh, Margaret, I was surprised the other day. We were chatting on the phone, and you told me that this started in 1999 I mean I I just it doesn't seem that long ago
2: Yeah, it's unbelievable. It was clear VEC commenced lifelong learning adult education in this building in the academic year 99-2000. In 99, a 20-place full-time vocational and training opportunity scheme, which was then VITAS, still known as VITAS, it um, started delivery of a two-year NCA certified course in both business and arts, craft and design. And in 2000, I was privileged to introduce the first part-time program focusing on basic adult learning and returning to learning courses. Now, space was tight, and we had to timetable around three (laughs) classrooms here, so I started a bit of outreach in Care in Killaloo. When we accessed two old prefabs the community college had been using during renovations that were cheaper for us to invest in rather than them taking them off site, we were able to accommodate community education and the back to education program and expand our provision of part-time delivery with crafts and healthcare. Now, I'd just like to say something about healthcare. Uh, seeing it comes up on the timeline, healthcare proved to be extremely important from 2007 on during the recession years because it enabled many to be in employment here when there was no other options. In 2013 then the government cut the 33 VECs in the country to 16 with Clare and Limerick being amalgamated into Limerick and Clare Education and Training Board and we became College of Now for fetch for anyone that doesn't know what it is is designed for anyone over 16 who wants to enhance existing and new learning skills to progress into work or third level now, our, next on the timeline was an unfortunate in 2017 for us when, due to health and safety, our prefabs had to be decommissioned. But due to the strong base we had in the community, and I want to mention this today, we are extremely grateful for being able to deliver in clear care the Family Resource Centre in Killaloo, Ogonloo Parish Hall, Knucknaguiha Tulla, the Heritage Centre in Kilkishan, Rahin Community Hospital, the Cafe in Round Shannon. Broadford Community Hall and Flagmount Community Centre. That's, that's
1: extraordinary. Absolutely, all those places. All those spaces, yeah.
2: Yes, we we would have been working out there with learners, and then with lack of space, community education. My colleague Bridget Driscoll and myself, you know, were going out there all of that time, and then when we ran short with no space here. Space has always been an issue, even from the very first day, because the place grew and people took on board what we were doing.
1: But the, the potential space-wise, now that you raise that, mm. the potential that you now have—I look out the window there and see a yard waiting to be covered. Okay, yeah. I see all the old um, woodwork room, the old engineering room. I mean, surely you'll be able to grab that mm. for further. Yeah development
2: yeah I suppose we're hoping that's part of the plan
1: yeah. yes
2: can we
0: you know typically when people come let's say it, over 16 to come back to school again and to study um, over the years you know what kind of courses would they have done what would they be hoping that it would lead on to
2: yeah well I suppose it depends on the type learner that came in if it was somebody looking for a full-time mm-hmm. course it would be into Damien's programme, so I'll let Damien talk about the Vitos programme.
3: Sure, thanks, Margaret. Yeah, um, I guess as you said, it depends on the, the person's age and it depends on their educational background. And so, if somebody's 16, 17, their first port of call really would be the outreach programme based down here in in Graney mm-hmm. um, where Liam Keane is the coordinator. So, if a person has been out of school or if they've had difficulties in terms of their education for whatever reason, um, and it, and if they haven't completed their junior cert um, and they're under 18 really that's where they should go you know where their, their parents and guardians should go for information first and foremost at that age but if somebody has um completed leave cert applied or a full QQI level four or leaving cert um and they're 18 well we're open to talking to them you know if they're looking to stay locally um so in terms of our full-time programs traditionally we would have targeted people maybe in the past that are over 21 and that are um, long-term unemployed. And that that was very much a target group for a long time and, and still is, but I suppose we, we can be a bit more flexible now in that um, people under the age of 21, as long as we meet their needs. you know. So it depends on and, and two, two key, key things, really, I always feel, uh, number one, the content that we're offering is, is a particular person that comes to us, are they interested in the content? Uh, and then, are they available and and to attend?
1: So That brings us to a very critical question: How, Damien, you communicate what's available to the target audience?
3: Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you, how do you cope with that one? And, uh, well, I guess I guess these is. Um, a, well we still uh, you can't be word of mouth ultimately and um, in terms of the the experience around this table you know that better better than anyone in terms of your experience of working this building long before I was here Um, so ultimately in my experience word of mouth is still the the strongest promotional tool that we have because people that come through here um, they either know people that work here or people that have come come through this building previously and have got qualifications and they've seen seen friends and family gain qualifications and go on to work and go on to into higher education education through this building and through buildings like this all, all over all over the county. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, and I suppose
0: you'd be talking about people who would be looking for further education in order to enhance their employment prospects.
3: Exactly. That's the ultimate aim is that people leave here with with Higher skills than when they come here in the first place. Of course, people come here on all, all different levels. Some people might come here, and America can speak more about this. But in terms of looking, looking for um, the first step on the ladder, in terms of may, may have been out of education for a long, long time, mm-hmm. irrespective of the age, you know, mm-hmm. people are returning to education in their seventies. You know, I've seen we've seen people do um, basic um, returning to basic education at that age, and that's fine because they've gone on a particular journey, and then they're returning to education. Or you've you've people much younger returning may have fallen out of school for different reasons, people who have had to make personal choices because of family commitments and all sorts of reasons and weren't able to stay in education when you know when they're younger and then they return, maybe when their family is reared, or maybe they're looking to come back and get extra skills in, in terms of the area of work they're in at the moment. There's all sorts of options. So it depends on your availability. It depends on what you want.
1: And if they're, if they're, if they're beginning to show an interest in youth reach, is there a financial incentive an immediate financial incentive to actually uh, uh,
3: get funding. Well, as I said, reach really is it, that's it isn't based in this building here. So, but to answer your question, I, I do know from my own past experience as youthreach coordinator that if somebody re- returns to education that and if they're sixteen years of age or over, there is there are there are financial incentives yeah. to return into education. Yeah. yeah,
1: is that uh, important?
3: absolutely yeah it can it can yeah. be, it can make a difference to, to a young person to a family yeah. to, you yeah. know, in terms of income and in terms of travel and in terms of resources and materials that might be needed yeah in terms of return to education so yeah it, it can it can absolutely have a very positive impact yeah
0: and so I'm just wondering then let's say you're you have to gauge let's say for the next academic year uh, how many students you're going to have what their needs are would you you know, develop a course specifically for a group of people that you would have to source um, tutors and, you know, to build, to design a course uh, to meet their needs? Is that how you do it?
2: Well, I suppose there's two different aspects to it. There is the full time and the part time. A part time course can develop out of anything. Yeah. Uh, you have your own example there. You came to me one time, Jim, looking for a um, broadcasting course for your volunteers. So once we can put a group of to pe- people together and come up with a course for them, we will go with that. Like. It's. I suppose we've always responded to the social and economic needs of the community and we spoke about the healthcare one there, a course can evolve from Anthony, I was driving back from being outreached Killaloo one day and I picked somebody up working in childcare with no qualifications Yeah. and I got in touch with the organisation in Killaloo and out we went there and delivered um, back to education course and they all qualified in childcare and um, do you know, me, it would say digital skills that mm. was one of the big things. You know, we've even had teachers come in to do basic levels because, um, you know, um, they didn't do computers when they were going to school, uh, yeah, and yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and, and you have a fine it, computer room out yeah, here next door to where we are.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And like, there'd be all kinds of reasons why somebody would arrive on the doorstep. Now, sometimes they come in and they ask you, "Have your brochure?" But I always ask the question, "Well, you came here. Have you something in your mind?" Mm-hmm. And that always determines because the one big thing is to get somebody doing what they like doing. Exactly. So yeah, there isn't
0: a set curriculum <laughs> that anybody who comes in the door has to follow. No.
2: Well, we said the, the full time is set up as it is and sometimes our learners feed into that and Damien would find people out in the community as business administration. I let him tell you about that and where yeah. people can pick that up and go, oh, you know. What about
1: yeah. the, 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 the challenges you face uh, to achieve your objectives, you know?
2: I suppose the biggest challenge was space Space. up to now. Well, now that's going to be answered. Yeah. Well, I suppose in the East Clare community, or what we've been seeing for a long time, two things I found, two big challenges for people is childcare and transport. And that's why, even though we've had to do outreach for here, the other side has been good to be able to bring it to people who couldn't get here.
0: So that's why you might do a course in Mount Shannon or do a course in Tulla or or wherever. Yes,
2: absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I suppose like the big thing that, you know, in 22, the Ukrainians come in to live in Flagmount, um, the Scout Centre in Killaloo and the Badaik Golf Village. Again, Mm -hmm. we have no space here, but we go out into those venues and deliver for them. And is
1: there much of a take-up?
2: Huge, huge. In, in we the, have, the village,
1: in the.
0: We call in it the, the golf, golf village,
2: I, I have some classes with up to twenty-four or five people.
0: And how Would those be language classes?
2: Those are language classes, but the big thing about it is there has been huge success. Some of them have come in and are now in Damien's in the Art, craft and design and in the business administration, and we also see how they're feeding into the local economy. We have one girl working up in the pharmacy and we have somebody working in the half barrel in Whitegate and somebody down the woollen mills and quite a lot of them have gone into the hospitality area and a lot of the guys have gone up to Gart to where there's house building going on. So They've been huge yeah. in our community, and
0: of course, the courses that they received here facilitated that. Yeah. Made it possible, yes, really. Yes, Of
2: course, we added all the courses for employment, like um, you know, social welfare. All right, put on safe pass for them. But we did manual handling and other courses.
1: Yes. You d- tell me, the gender divide—is there any leaning towards either of the
3: sexes? Uh, do you
2: want to take the out? Um,
3: I guess. There tends to be more more of females coming here, but maybe I, I suppose maybe that's something that we'll be looking to put as part of the development of the building. Maybe we'll be offer, able to offer a, a wider variety of options. Yes, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of maybe traineeships and apprenticeships, and that's that's something that we're going to be planning within the organisation. Um, but so so maybe that'll that'll be something that'll hopefully open up more opportunities for for local young local males or older local males. But we have absolutely a variety Mm -hmm. of male and female coming here but i suppose Mm -hmm. statistically if you were to look at it there's probably slightly more female you know yeah but but that's that's something that can change depending on courses that are on offer yeah
1: how do you measure your success what what, what kind of yardsticks do you use
3: well i guess as as american like just keep saying this it depends i can only talk about the, the courses i'm involved in so i'm involved in full-time courses and we, you know as as we said if a small campus we can only deliver so much at the moment so we'll hopefully get to deliver more in the next in the next couple of years but um ultimately it's it's around certification full-time courses are offered people that are coming to do a full-time course they're coming because they want to get certified so the levels that we offer are level 4 and level 5 so the level five options we have a level five fashion design course and a level five office administration course so they're full-time courses Monday to friday and people that come on those courses are either a looking to get certification in order to move on to higher education um options or b looking to get back get back to work uh, yeah. or looking to develop skills they already have so certification is ultimately what we're looking for but of course that will only come about when people come to a building and feel welcome and feel um, that they're getting high standards in terms of facilities, in terms of the standards of teaching and learning in the building and in terms of meeting the needs of those particular people. But, But ultimately, it's about le- learners feeling welcome and enjoying being here because otherwise people won't stay. And when people come and enjoy being in a, in a building and enjoy being part of a program, in, you know, inevitably they get to know and you build relationships with people yeah. on those courses. Especially in a small campus like this, everyone gets to know each other. So if there are difficulties, which there will be, and ups and downs, well most of them are solvable when you when you when the people on the courses know and trust the staff in the building and and therefore that will then ultimately lead on to them securing the qualifications that they need and moving on and doing doing well for themselves hmm.
1: you know that there is um, a frightful shortage in east clare it's uh, reflected in the national figures as well a shortage of uh, skilled tradespeople. okay i mean as one of our friends said, do you know something? I'd earn more as a, a plumber hmm. or a, a electrician. Good Lord, I can travel the world with my electrical qualification. Is there any possibility of a connection between uh, your 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 institution, we we'll call it? Okay, uh, and the the apprenticeship, the apprenticeship model will we have apprenticeship courses going well pre pre I'd see from the paper yesterday there's a, a resume of what the minister said okay and and he does make mention of the shortage of skilled hmm. how, how do you feel you fit into that world
2: well, or could I, I, I think this investment in SCARF, the fact that it's been mentioned for construction engineering is their way of thinking on that. And I think that they probably will be pre-apprenticeship courses in plumbing, that's what I see it as being. And I think it might be a slant that the government are going to feed into the Housing for All strategy.
0: Yeah, I saw one I of the other that's ministers, that's not not Minister Harris, mm. said during the week that mm. the, uh, mm. there will be, I, don't know, I can't remember the words he mm. used, but like an explosion in terms of construction yeah. in the coming years, which yes. there probably has to be because yes, we need must. so much building. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it would be ideal if, mm-hmm. if what mm. you were able to do would, would fulfil that need mm-hmm. in yeah. this area. Yeah. I think
2: that's what their aim is really for. Nancy and it being the funding in construction and engineering. Yeah. I do feel that that's where it's going. But as you say, it's going on to the next stage, and I think that's when we'll find out more.
3: I know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess while, while those options aren't available necessarily here in East Clare at the moment, they are available in the wider organisation, Limerick mm. and Clare Education and Training Board. Mm. I mean, we have facilities in Annis mm. and in Shannon, and in Raheen and Limerick, and we're a lot of our apprenticeships and traineeships are primarily based you know but obviously but you no know, more so than has happened back in Kirush uh, in terms of the marina and the marina has been used to to run apprenticeships and own traineeships we'll be looking to target specific courses for this area of the county yes. that would meet the needs in the area but that'll be something that we'll all be looking at and that we'll be working working with our senior management around as well but certainly yep. we'll be excited about the options that then we might be able to deliver here but on, on, on,
0: okay. your, on your full-time courses and um, business uh, administration and again I suppose that's transferable both to someone wanting to go on to further to higher education or somebody going into work um, but the other one you said fashion and design mm-hmm. uh, I mean is that an unusual course or? because it's, you know, it just surprised me that business and administration doesn't
3: surprise mm-hmm. me but fashion
0: design is something that maybe it's more of a niche
3: market Yeah, it probably is I, I guess our, our fashion design our, our, traditionally we've offered business administration but we've we've it's changed or metamorphosed into a office administration in the last couple of years and that mm-hmm. that's very much leads to really clear employment opportunities fashion design, there's a long history of aircraft and design core has been delivered in this building um, part-time and full-time and again we just I suppose we looked at what we were delivering and we just changed and moved more in the fashion direction than the last few years and um, because there's a lot of very talented people again living in the East Clare area and lots of people have, have their, their own businesses and lots of different talents in terms of the area of areas of aircraft and design and, we, and we, we it was a need to, we felt there was a need for to, to go in that direction um, and we can also we offer the course full time, but we also offer elements of the course part time. So some people are here on our fashion design course Monday to Friday, and uh, taking components like fashion industry and design studies, and printmaking and design and drawing, and all those all those foundation elements, um, while while also having the opportunity to take ceramics and embroidery as well uh but then some people aren't available as i've said before or five days so we have people that come to us on a part-time basis for example on a tuesday to take ceramics or, or pottery and they come specifically for that so they join the full-time group on that particular day just for that day or with people that come specifically for drawing at level five on a wednesday and then with people that come specifically for embroidery on a thursday yes so you know so because as i said not everybody has the time to be on a full-time course but again if somebody completes some people use that course to to develop their own portfolio and move on to the Merck school of art and design which happens quite regularly here and then some people use it to develop their own ideas and have their own ideas and and f- fantastic ability and mm. um, ideas around their own businesses and we've seen that happen as well and people produce pieces that they go on to sell essentially yes. uh, and and so there's all reasons that people can and then some people take the course purely because they have a passion for it of course mm-hmm. you know? but it's, it's as Margaret
0: said earlier it's meeting the need in the community mm-hmm. and yes, it's it a response
3: to the need that yeah. was there yeah. but what we found is that we opened up that particular fashion design course this year on a part time basis as I said and we found that it, because of that a lot of people have come into the building there's 10 or 12 people which is a lot for this campus that, that are in our art room now taking part in part time um, part-time elements of the course that wouldn't have been here if we didn't open it up on a part-time basis. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So, so that's about mm-hmm. being flexible. Yeah. I guess one other thing I'd like to mention very quickly is that we also have, and Margaret referred to that there, um, a large Ukrainian population in particular that have come into the area and, and not just Ukrainian, there's, there's other refugees and asylum seekers from mm-hmm. other parts of the world in Skarov and elsewhere. So we we are off, while, while some people are taking part in part-time English language courses, others then who have um higher levels of english i suppose have come up we have we have offered and are offering a level four employability skills with language support so that's a full-time course Monday to Friday and we have a group of primarily Ukrainians on that course now at the moment and um, with lots of skills and lots of expertise from their own country and, and well qualified but I guess they're getting the opportunity to be in in an environment on a full time basis where they're using the English language and it's really going to be beneficial to them and it's really preparing them to get into the workforce in Ireland so that's that's something we're excited about and that's working well at the moment so in terms of meeting it's needs great.
1: It strikes me that uh, there's great room for Research, uh, formal, academic work. I mean, do you keep do you keep historic records of your clients? Do they do the records go back?
2: Yeah, there is a database that senior management can take off all kinds of. And I think this is where this came from, and it backed as well number wise. You know, I know I started here with three people. In this particular year in my own program my boss told me i didn't need to do Anton after the holidays because i had way surpassed the numbers that were coming on board and i think i'll be into the 500s with, uh, by christmas yes. so that's some amount of people on seats
1: do you keep in touch with, with uh, we call them past pupils right? of course yeah do you do keep
2: uh, of course well yeah. next year we're or the year following, we hope to have an opportunity to bring everybody back on board because we'll be celebrating 25 years here. So mm-hmm. the minister's Gosh. funding was very timely. we will um,
1: we'll be over for that. We will. Of course we will. <laughs> yeah. We we, we 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 should explain to our listeners in case they have mm-hmm. just to, you know tuned in that we have Damien and Margaret, the managers. Is that the t- the formal title? Mm. The manager's,
2: coordinators the cen- coordinators managers.
1: of the centre here. The college mm. of further education, the, the Scarf campus. Mm. Yeah, and the Scarf campus, and I mean, it's exciting. You know, it, it mm. it's, it's, it's necessary to have new things coming on stream ever so often, yeah. in order to energise yeah. ourselves, yeah. Do you know? Well yeah. I
2: think we keep changing with what we see needed in the community, like we're very aware that maybe East Clare isn't on the map tourismised the way it should be. Yeah, indeed. So we've done a lot of heritage yeah. courses yeah. and then the government are going to invest in Holy Island, so yeah. we saw that as an opportunity to put on the first tour guiding course here. And they'll have qualified by Christmas. So I think we're ahead of the government. We're yes. waiting now for the next step. Great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What I love, <coughs> Margaret, about the, this facility here is, and we've talked about people who, who want to, do, you know, get qualifications mm. to go further or to get into employment. Mm. But uh, people come here to do courses for their own. Pleasure and yeah. for their own well personal being. development yes. and yes. well being. Yes. You yeah. know, yeah. and I, you remembered mm-hmm. the the history course, course. that was done. Yeah. I think Arlene did it last that's year, right. and yeah. we were here to record. Yeah. the... And we
2: thank you for putting the podcasts on. And I know they were very popular on yeah, Scarf FM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were
0: indeed. But it's it's something mm-hmm. that's of of a personal benefit uh, mm-hmm. to people, rather than and you know rather yes. than a qualification. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, like the well being of the community is very important. And, like, you know, we've had our fun courses as well. We have um, looked at doing fitness for farmers. Uh, COVID came along now and stopped us and that, but I'm sure we'll get back to it again. We're all aware of how stiff you are sitting in the tractor all day. Yes. And, um, you know, we had health and fitness room here.
1: old shovel is gone. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's an extraordinary, mm, mm. I mean, transformation mm. yeah. we come in here. I mean, we know this building mm. so, so well, uh, don't we? We do, for a long, come long time. Um, as we said, uh, you moved in here in 99,
2: was it? Yeah, that's right, the whole yeah. building opened as an adult education centre in 99.
1: I remember um, doing a kind of a, an informal deal with the, the, the VEC that uh, we'd... Hand over. We, in other words, we won't lay claim to this building. Uh, we were happy enough with the new, the new one, and um, so uh, we said, "Well, paint it. If you keep it painted, because of course it's the first thing that anybody driving in the gate will see." Uh, and so we kind of shook hands on that. Um,
2: mm-hmm yeah I even had part in the painting the funding was low. one time I remember painting <laughs> here and my cook was the first Be coordinator and That's he went right. into innocent and it was all paint in his ear and I was blimped because I was on the ladder in the top and the <laughs> paint was dropping in him. Marilla,
1: are you do they keep you informed about the the, the evolution and development of the hub in the scarf? were you were you were you aware that there is a hub going to be? and supplied in scarve
2: The new development that's it, that's yes, I've been following it yeah. on the papers.
1: Yeah. 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 And enterprise is clearly mm-hmm. the target in that mm-hmm. one and you, you have it as a an objective there. You mm-hmm. mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I mean enterprising.
0: Yeah. And you well, don't
1: need a you don't need necessarily a degree or a leaving certificate. We all know four four of us here know quite well mm-hmm. where the money is if you want Mm. Uh, which brings back again to the question, Jim, um, how, would, how can we link in to facilitate the communication question? The, the, the great things that are happening, but they, they, these things go in the door and out the door and, and people forget readily. A constant communication. The, ra- the radio would be delighted to consider uh, getting reports uh, from yourselves indicating to the community
3: what's on mm-hmm. you know that might be of interest yeah and and we're open to and we're open to contributing to that in, in any way, in any way however i suppose the most important thing for for people to hear is that um go to, directly to our website we've a website uh, www.collegeofet.ie forward slash scarf if you just want to go and see that gives you exact information as to what's we'll take up, what's that again that one, one. that mm-hmm. it's it's college of fet dot ie forward slash scarf and that gives you exact information with regard to full-time courses and part-time courses and we keep that up as up to date as we can and we also have a facebook page and instagram like like everyone and every organization these days and our information is up to date and we keep our social media taken over and but in terms of our courses our website is the place to go and obviously like people Mm -hmm. traditionally have done drop-in you know, yeah. call in if yeah. people have a question. Call in, yeah. and there'll be somebody here, and we can figure it out. Mm.
0: Okay, so we'll we'll wrap it up with that. Yeah, uh, we we'll, we're always available anyway to, to publicise anything that you want us to do, to publicise in terms of the radio because that's what you're, mm. we're here for. And um, many thanks, Damien and Margaret, for inviting us in here this Thank afternoon. You. And uh, good luck with the. Uh, the work ongoing and the development, and hopefully, mm-hmm. that funding will come and be a lot bigger than you think it's going to be.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Well, I suppose every progressive town or city has been around a university, so we're hoping that Scarif's progression will be around College of Head Scarif. Yes,
0: yeah. okay, we'll mm-hmm. finish on that. Mm-hmm. Damien and Margaret, many thanks. Thank
1: you so thanks much. Very, Thank, very you. much indeed. Thank you.